Welcome to Banter from the Cheap Seats. I am your host, John Hook. Well, with my other host here, Mo in Dakota. I want to die. Yeah, if uh, you're in the state of Kentucky, I guess get ready for basketball season. <laughs> that's it's it's all over. Throw in the towel. It's all over. But we'll go ahead and get started with what happened to Louisville on Saturday night at Pittsburgh. Louisville don't even know what happened to Louisville. <laughs> Man. That team, they did, they did what they've been doing all year on the road. Basically shitting the bed. And playing a half of football. Like, again. They went a whole half without scoring. Again. So, yeah. if you were watching that, when you were watching that game at home and you saw a Louisville score for the last time, you could have walked away for the rest of the game because they didn't score again. And that's all you need to know. Absolutely pathetic. That team but, act um, like they've never played in the rain before or played in elements. Like, it's, it, it was go big or go home for that second half of that game. It looked like your all's game against NC State. It looked eerily similar. You're just playing a slightly better team. I don't think NC State's that. I think NC State's about the same level. I agree. I, I can agree with that. Hell, they damn near played the same way they played against Indiana. It looked eerily the same. Play one half football. Damn. And your boy can't keep turning it over in the end zone. Simple as that. He's he's doing the same shit that almost had us losing the first couple games against what should be W's. Should be easy W's. But, you know, whatever. He got yeah. that NIL bag and was like, fuck it, I got my plumber ad. <laughs> Man. Fucking um, bomb. How many interceptions did he have? Uh, I want to say two. Uh, two goddamn many. I know that much. Two, and uh, I think he might have lost a fumble. Hmm. Well, killing us, we'll go, killing us at the wrong time. We'll go from one uh, depressing side to another. So, Kentucky takes a 14 only lead. I'm on the highest of highs thinking... We're back. I sent it in the group chat. Let everybody know we're back <laughs> up. And the second I sent that fourth down, they're getting ready to pump back to us. They run a fake, and the second best quarterback on the field outside of Missouri's actual starting quarterback. That's right. It looked like shit again. Uh, loads up, mm. throws a bomb, touchdown. I don't I don't know. Just disgusting. And then from that point on, Missouri just took us to the woodshed the rest of the way. One drive and I think the third quarter where we took the lead by one, and that was the last we saw of it. They ended up scoring like 18 straight to end the game. Absolutely sickening. Um, Stoops, like I said last week, man, a Comment of if they want to win, they better pony up. Do we have to pony up to beat fucking Missouri? Sir. 
<laughs> Fun okay. stat. Kentucky players are making eight thousand more dollars than everybody on Missouri per player. Mm. Pony up my ass. Mm. Get the better mm. fucking coaching, man. Come on. Eight grand more. <laughs> like after the fake punt, that's fine. But if we're still sitting back in cover three, letting them pop off they want, that I don't know. I'm I'm still fu- I'm fucking sick. Fun stats here: Devin Larry, fourteen for. Touchdowns, two interceptions. QBR of 49. Damn. Basketball school. Dog shit. Uh, Another fun stat. Dane Key leads the nation in drop passes. Kentucky, in general, leads the nation in drop passes. Uh, Fewest plays per game as well. So we're running the clock out just to incomplete passes. I don't understand the philosophy here. If you're trying to get a quarterback into a rhythm, go fast. Keep the keep the defense on its on its heels. But I guess we're trying to be Iowa with throwing the ball. I don't I don't even understand. I don't understand. Like if somebody can comment on this video and tell us what the hell Kentucky's trying to do, have at it. There's not enough bourbon in Kentucky to get me through the rest of the season if we're going to keep playing like this. You still got uh, Alabama left, don't you? Yep, that's a murder. Then we got Tennessee next week. Yay. Oof. We got nothing nothing but murderers row the rest of the game. All the rest of the games are definitely either losable or ass whoopings coming. If I say Tennessee, it. I think I think y'all can hang with Tennessee, man. I don't... We'll see. We'll see how they look against Alabama. Ah, uh, let's get to the the lighter stuff here. Uh, is it lighter? Because it's all mostly depressing this week. <laughs> <laughs> so Friday night, well, a murder took place. Uh, actually, I think this was Thursday night. West Virginia versus Houston. Oh. That, was th- that was Thursday night. Uh, West Virginia was down most of this game. Uh, goes down, scores a touchdown with about 12 seconds left. You think it's over. I'm celebrating. I think I've hit a big parlay. Going to get a big chunk of change. <laughs> nah, nah. We both were. And then these cocksuckers. Oh, they, the, their quarterback and everybody celebrating on the field after that touchdown got a got a penalty, so it shortened the kickoff. And then these guys on Houston come out, throw a bomb, gets batted, caught touchdown. Mm. Mm, is right. <laughs> Just uh, and every game that day, even the Thursday night game, just for that one to. Okay, we'll go on to the next one. Friday fucking night. Bomb. Fucking bums. Yeah. Wasn't that hey, hold on, before we before we leave. Wasn't that the same game the quarterback was like conducting the crowd? Like because he thought they had it in the bag? 
Yeah, that's just, that's the penalty. I'm pretty sure. Oh my god! Tragic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, next, we had Colorado taking a 29 point lead at halftime. What the fuck was this? <laughs> and then Stanford comes roaring back to win the game. Uh, Travis Hunter needs to quit being a midget and get bigger or do something. Take steroids or something. Dude, you absolutely disrespected in overtime. This man got mossed in the worst kind of way. The guy caught the ball. Travis Hunter still thinks the ball is in the air, so he's walking towards him. This is for the YouTube crowd. This is not for the Spotify crowd. Arms out, just leaning into him like he's trying to give him a bear hug. While the dude has already caught the ball and is backpedaling into the end zone. Dragging Travis Hunter with him. Just diabolical. Like, if you looked at the size matchup between these two, you would have thought this was an ass kicking in the first place. Yeah. Like, Travis Hunter's a little guy. That's the worst thing that happened to Colorado since that Russell Wilson trade. <laughs> it was it was like if you could picture Devontae Smith standing next to like Calvin Johnson or something like that, like Calvin at his prime. Or fucking hell, DK Metcalf. Like Travis looks very much like he's still in high school, not college. Or middle school. Hell. It looked like if you put a Ford Pinto next to a new F-150. Don't get me wrong. The kid's athletic. He's something special, but he is way too fucking undersized to be thrown out there on both sides of the ball all game. He needs to be a wide receiver and just stay there because he was carving them up on offense. That's a good point, too. Like You you played him damn near the whole game after he just got back from being out for a month. So, like... And got his shit rocked again in overtime. Damn, you didn't you didn't really help my man. You didn't help him, you know, succeed right away. Kind of just... Looks like a damn highlight reel. And you uh, fucked up my second parlay of the day. Like, goddamn. Same. Same. I thought I was winning money again, and these bastards blew it. I didn't even take the spread on you bitches. I just took the win. I took the money line too. I'm not going to lie. Oh, man. Took the money line, first half spread, and some player props. Hit everything. Then you cocksucking bastards just come in and choke the game away. I ain't seen a choke job that bad since the fucking Cody Lane blue room scene. (laughs) Oh, man. I mean, sweet fucking Christ. R.I.P. Cody Lane. Man. Anyways. Uh, Mr. Brady Mode. Shador. Absolute god-awful pass to end the game. That didn't look too much like Brady, bro. I don't even know what to tell you. He threw up, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> that wasn't even that. It was, <laughs> it was straight to the defense. It, didn't even, it just looked like he threw it up there like, well, we've lost. Let's get out of here. He threw up and it is what it is. <laughs> I, just, I, don't, I don't even know, man. That Dion post game <laughs> was about as disheartened hardened as you could possibly see a coach. First thing come out of his mouth was, "I don't ever, I've never lost one like that before." 
the worst thing to happen. to zero. Oh. Man. All right. Now on to the to the lighter stuff. Washington versus Oregon. And loved it. And one of the most fun games. Yeah, this was a fun game. Danny Lanning coaches like how I play NCAA 14. Straight up, just aggressive the whole way. He said, fuck it, I'm going for he he went for two like damn near every drive, didn't he? He said, we ain't kicking shit. <laughs> he said, sit your ass on the sidelines. I don't need you this game. Yeah, you got the day off, Cleo. <laughs> yep. Yep. All right. Uh, so, that game, there's a couple points. Uh, Danny Landon going, uh, going forward on fourth down. I feel like he had to do that, mostly because if he didn't, you know uh, Panix was going to go all the way down the field no matter where he kicked it. So that was basically just to end the game or try to kill the clock and end the game instead of, you know, kicking it right back to him and watching him drive all the way down the field on him. So I, I get I get the call. It's also one of those damned if you do, damned if you don't things. If he, yeah. if he gets it, he's the smartest coach ever. He didn't, and now all the media is just bashing him. I really I wasn't ready for that game to end. I wish that kicker would have made it, but that boy Michael Penix for Yeah. I know I know he's supposed to be he's not going, you know, they don't got him going number one, but hey, I might take I looks like I might take him over Caleb. Caleb shit the fucking bit against Notre Dame, which was oh my god. Yeah. They say based on last weekend, like Penix is number one quarterback off the, on the board right now. He was slanging that thing, boy. Pause. Um, Caleb Williams got exposed again as a fraud. Go to the USC team, and I'm tired of. I'm I'm sick and tired of Lincoln Riley teams getting hyped up to be these great teams, and they always can never deliver on defense. Never deliver. Looks like a Louisville team playing two halves. Just can't do it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, What am I missing here? Am I missing any games outside of that? I think that covers. Much like the ruckus spread. Oh, that's what I forgot. (laughs) Uh, Our locks last week. We gave you three, all three hit. Uh, Rutgers, Rutgers spread, obviously. They are seven. Is it seven and oh against the spread? They are undefeated against the spread right now, baby. So they're six and oh or seven and oh. I don't know. Uh, Tulane won. That was Moe's pick. And then I mm-hmm. think Ohio uh, to win their game. All three hit. Hopefully, y'all have a parlay if you listen to the show. We'll have another one for you this week. Uh, quick update: WKU lost. Our parlay's busted. Fuck. Wonderful. Had a twenty-leg parlay going. And it's ruined the first fucking day. <laughs> yeah, it's about how this goes. It was a ten-cent bet, but I ain't about it. All right. Our week eight picks: 
Thank God there is no UFL and UK games this week. Unless yeah, I miss them. We got a fucking break. <laughs> they must have said y'all deserve a break after this week. So we got to get the basketball team together. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, that's how I mean. I'm glad Kentucky took us to uh, five wins before, right before Big Blue Madness hit, so we can all just have somewhat of happiness before this thing hit, and then they just they're like. The football team was like, all right, we got your big blue madness. Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> but, all right. Week eight, college football. We're going to go ahead and start with our game of the week. Number seven, Penn State at number three, Ohio State. Ohio State is favored by four points. Uh, Mo, we'll start with you. Who's your pick and why? I'm going with Penn State. Damn. Yeah, I'm going with Penn State. I think they, for some reason, I feel like Ohio State is kind of like us. Like, they don't turn it on until, like, either, like, usually the second half. They, I feel like they turn it on usually in the second half. I feel like Penn State's too good a team to start off slow. Yeah. Plus, this is, I think, Aren't these in both of y'all's like top four? Penn State. Penn State is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm kinda I'm kinda questioning that pick, to be honest with you. I watched them play this week giving him his UMass, but there's some things I don't might Well, I'll figure it out th- we'll figure it out this week how good they really are when they go on the road. This this will be their test of the season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ohio State's on no, never mind. I'm thinking about somebody else. I'm thinking about. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take, well, the spread's four. I'm going to take Penn State to cover that spread, but I'm going to take Ohio State to win. This game is always close. It's always a, a three, three-point game mm-hmm. in somewhere in that range. So make sure you get your bets in now so I feel like that line's going to come down. Uh, Dakota, who you got? I'm taking Penn State. Uh, I think Penn State's just the better overall team than Ohio State. Ohio State's entire offense is just pretty much fucking junior out there somewhere. Uh, the series between them is 23 and 14 with Ohio State in the lead. I'm trying to remember the last time Penn State was on because I'm kind of retarded. I think it was like 2015. At Ohio State's been probably been longer than that. Uh, the last win by twenty eighteen. But uh, they they did win last year. Penn State won last year. No, Ohio State. No, okay. While you're trying to find that, yeah, the last this- win, last one was uh, in 2016 when Ohio State was ranked number two and Penn State was unranked. Oh, mm. um, uh, beat them by three every game. The largest lead in this series is yeah, it's 63 to 14. 
is the biggest score in the game, like difference wise, and that was in 2013. Which was after the Penn State scandal, and Penn State didn't have a fucking soul on that team. Damn. Uh, I will make this point, and this is why I'm picking Ohio State. Ohio State has a lot of guys on their offense. They are stacked. They do have a first-year quarterback. That's the only question. But so does Penn State. And I think they only have a couple. I think they have a decent running back. But outside of weapons, the weapons matchup's a little bit leaning more towards Ohio State. So I feel like even if Penn State jumps out to a seven-point lead, they'll get it right back. So uh, that's why I'm riding with Ohio State in this one. Absolutely stacked roster. Unfairly stacked roster. But uh, Next is my lock for the week. Number 11, Alabama versus uh, number 17, Tennessee. This is at Alabama, and the spread is nine and a half. Uh, Dakota, you want to start us off? What was it again? Sorry, you like broke. You were broken up on my end. I didn't hear you. Uh, Alabama and... Tennessee spread oh. is nine and a half. I don't know what would piss people off more winning. Uh, if Tennessee wins, uh, I'm gonna have to log off Twitter for a while. So if Tennessee wins, <laughs> like I have to listen to it because we're close to them. But then Alabama fans get to cry some more, which is one of my favorite things. It's not as fun whenever the team that wins is the most obnoxious fan base in all of college football. This is and it's true. not close. It's not close. They're the worst. Uh, I think Alabama's probably winning this one. Uh, I don't... Part of me is expecting an ass-whipping just after the fiasco of last year. Yeah. I think Saban might come in this and take it personally. I hope so. I like pissed off Saban. He doesn't lose when he's mad. I don't know. I'm just kind of tired of Alabama and Tennessee fans. Nobody, nobody truly wins in this game. So you just want them to tie if that if that was the thing. Um, if you could tie in college football and they tied, it'd be the most hilarious fucking thing <laughs> I've ever seen. Hmm. No, nah, because then, because then you still get the hey, at least we tied Alabama. We ain't get beat by them. Mm-hmm. Like we know where our team stacks. You get, you get that. Uh, <clears throat> I think Alabama they, wins this game. My bad. I mean, You're the doing. only good thing, to, the only good thing to come out of Tennessee is Peyton Manning and I sixty five. Whiskey. I like. It's not I even good like whiskey. I like Milrow a little bit more than I like. Uh, I can't think of his name right now. Melton, right? Yeah. I just Melton just proved that he was overhyped. He left Michigan because he wasn't. He's not better than Old Boy up or JJ. I just I trust Alabama a lot more than I trust Tennessee. I feel like Alabama has the better, you know, quality of work. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, this is definitely a lock. 
if this game is it's a ten point or it's a nine point spread, but if this is within ten points in the fourth quarter, uh, that'll be a letdown for me. I'm hoping they run the fucking score up on them. Take them goalposts you stole last year and shove them up your ass. Anyways, uh, number eight, Texas at Houston. I chose this game because this is the one and only matchup that these two are going to have like this with Texas coming to Houston because they're leaving for the SEC next year. And, yeah, uh, with Houston just now leaving a group of five conference and coming into a a power five, soon to be just power two, I guess, depending on what you're – Opinion is what's going on next year, uh, but yeah, this is a big deal if you're if you've watched Houston in the past few years and wonder why they're not in the Power Five or in LAR. But why is uh, Houston this, going? Houston just moved into the Big Twelve, and okay. uh, Texas is moving to the SEC next season. But the spread is twenty three and a half. Uh, I'm de- I'm going to take Houston to beat the spread because they're going to play up for this game, but I'm definitely going to take Texas. Yeah, I'm in the I'm in the same boat as you. I I don't see Houston winning it, but they're going to play out of their minds and try and keep it close. Yep. Also, welcome yeah, back to the major conference, Houston. It's been a while. Right. I agree with y'all. That's. Unanimous. I I couldn't find that and to disagree with you on that about. All right, another. I'll argue uh, with him. Give give us give <laughs> us some time. <laughs> uh, next, we got another ranked team going to an unranked unranked team. Uh, number thirteen, Ole Miss at Auburn. The spread is six and a half. Ole Miss is favored. We've seen how Auburn plays when home. They play out of their minds. Uh, honestly, I'm tempted to take Auburn in this, but I'm definitely pe- taking him to beat the spread. I think Auburn's going to win just for the simple fact it's home. And it's an entirely different team when they play at home. Yeah. It's like when they see ranked opponents, it's like a shark smelling blood in the water. That every time feel- they, they get a ranked team at home. I feel like this is a game... I feel like Ole Miss will win this game, but I feel like it'll be like a off of a like a last second cover by by Ole Miss, like they win by seven type stuff. I'm feeling like Ole Miss just by a touchdown, like it's but it's a close game. Yeah, the only drawback to Auburn is they cannot throw the ball. This is true. So, oh Ole Miss, my bad, Ole Miss by seven. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna take. Ole Miss to win only because they can play two-dimensional football instead of one. But I'm going to take Auburn to cover the spread because they're going to run the clock out because all I can do is run the football. Uh, Next, we got our Chanticleers, Coastal Carolina at Central Arkansas. The spread is 10.5. Coastal's favored. Uh, Coastal's been on fire for the last couple of weeks. Honestly, I'm going to take them, and I'm going to take them to cover. Same. Chance about twenty. Yeah, it's, it's, it should be an ass whooping. Honestly, Vegas doesn't really pay attention that much to group of five schools. So, 
Yeah, which is about where, twenty. Which is where we make our money. Yep. Yeah. Next, we got number sixteen Duke at uh, number four Florida State. Uh, Knowles by thirty, but anyways, uh, the spread is fourteen. Damn. All I have to say about that. Knows by thirty. Knows mm. by thirty. I don't know if Duke's going to win it. Duke's a very good team this year, but I do see them covering that spread. I'm not gonna lie. Their, their quarterback might still be hurt. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, since you put it, since you told me that, yeah, I must say by thirty. See, not nah. they can't keep up. There's no way when Florida State's ticking and at home. It's over. Yeah, both states keep even cooking. So, well, with that news, yes, I'll be taking Florida State by 14. I, st- I, still, have a feel- I still have a feeling Duke covers. They don't win, but I have a feeling they cover. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. Uh, <laughs> what well, we said last week, look what happened to us. Said a lot yeah. of things last week, right? Just, yeah, our, our teams ain't playing this week. We ain't got any bias. <laughs> All right, next we got number fourteen Utah at number eighteen USC. Oh my god! And the spread is six and a half. I'm honestly tempted to take Utah because USC can't play a lick of defense. I'm taking Utah for that reason. They've been exposed the past couple weeks now. Okay, is Cam rising back? It don't matter. Utah's stacked at quarterback. I mean, give me Utah. Who you got, Mo? Uh, give me, man, give me Utah, man. And that's just purely speculative because I don't, I can't trust USC, bro. They need. They can't even beat my pick'em. So you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, the big mistake that we've made the last few times is overreacting to the last week and then picking based off of that. But USC in the past is always, or Lincoln Rally teams have always had terrible defenses. So. No, it's not even just based off the past week. It's based off the last couple. They've been really exposed on defense. That same Colorado team that lost to Stanford damn near beat USC. Yeah, I was going to bring it up. I'm not saying Colorado's dog shit, but they're they're teetering on that that ledge of dog shit. We're getting close. We're getting awful close. Caleb or bust. Lastly, our two more lighthearted picks. We've got we've added two more small schools into the teams we're going to cover. Mostly because they got a good chance of making the playoff. That being Tulane and Air Force. We'll start with Tulane. Uh, they're playing North Texas, and they're favored by twenty. Uh, Mo, that's your team. You go ahead and tell us what's going to happen here. I. I don't know about this. I feel like this spread was kind of big, but if Tulane comes out, and, it's at Tulane, so they should. If they come out and play 
just with the same intensity they had when they played Ole Miss, this team could keep up, should be able to put points on anybody outside of pretty much the big schools, bigger schools. Yep. No, but I am certainly picking them to win. They, I think they're like six and six and one against the spread. So, yeah, I'm sure that's going to fluctuate before the game happens because uh, we are recording on a Tuesday night, and these jump around a whole lot. I'm pretty sure it'll probably be down to 18 before we get to uh, Saturday. But I'm still going to take them to uh, beat the spread. Uh, North Texas is struggling. I'm gonna take them to win and cover as well. Uh, that is a disclaimer. Any any spreads or odds we list are will probably change by the time kickoff happens. Yep. Uh, last game we're gonna cover number twenty two Air Force at Navy. The spread is only ten. Proceed with caution if you bet the spread because both of these teams run the football a ton. Air Force. Is was one of my picks to go undefeated. Obviously, I'm going to take them. Um, Mo, you want to give us your pick on this one? Um, I will go with Air Force as well. Definitely, I definitely have not checked them out, but I've seen Navy and Jesus Christ. Bruh, team that served <laughs> the military, yeah, <laughs> team that served U.S. Jesus Christ. Uh, Dakota. Uh, you're on mute, bro. Mm, yeah, no. If you're uh, not on mute, can't, you can't, can't hear you, man. <clears throat> nope. Uh, your head? I wish we were. Yeah, I wish we were fucking with you, but yeah, you're not. Is your headphones plugged in still? Uh, yeah, we can't hear you, bro. All right. <laughs> so, <laughs> a little technical difficulties. Uh, before we get Dakota back on, I'll go uh, cover this real quick. Hello. Hello. Oh, there he is. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I I don't know why I just fucking okay. changed what my input was. Mike input was halfway through this podcast. That was dumb. Uh, but who you got in this game? Uh, Air Force. It's fucking Air Force. Watching the military academies is painful. <laughs> Facts. Uh, all, all they can do is run the option offense. They're not getting fucking five-star recruits at these places because you have to sign up for military mm-hmm. service. Uh, but they are fun to watch them play each other. Yeah. Um, Air Force has four guys all over 300 yards rushing. Uh, if you look at their rushing stats, it's pretty incredible. They're going to have, most likely this coming up game, they're going to have two guys over 500 yards. Uh, their quarterback and th- their fullback leads them in rushing. Welcome to Service Academy football. Jeez, I fucking yeah. love it. <laughs> the fullback position is not dead. Full, fullback needs a fucking renaissance. I feel like this is the type of game they make you watch when you're on death row and you get ready to be killed. Like, I, I, I'm not right. going to sit here and just take this bullshit over here. No, no. sir. I, no. Love, I love Air Force football. No, yeah, sir. 
Service Academy versus Service Academy is the most exciting game of the week. Every I cannot. I cannot. I live for uh, Army Navy. All right, that is one of my favorite games right. of the year. Because when they drop back the pass, you're like, "Oh my God, they're doing it! <laughs> they have discovered the forward pass." It's, it's a it, it, God I, bless. I'm not going to sit here and just and just take this slander of the Service <laughs> Academy teams. God also, bless. Guess, uh, oh, y- y'all man. guess, um, Navy's leading rusher, what position he plays? I didn't. No, their top two leading rushers are both fullbacks. I love, I fucking love it. Make football <laughs> great again. Bring back the fullback. But Air Force is legit. It'll be crazy to have a service academy in the playoffs. I wish it was a 12 team playoff because they would legitimately be in. But have, it is what imagine, it is. Could you imagine if we were 12 teams this year and Air Force wins it all? <laughs> that, oh is some, that is some NCAA 14 stuff. Uh, I'm not sleeping tonight. I'm taking Air Force to the natty. <laughs> they win it. If they win, it's definitely a 9-3 to three type of game. Man, enough with the slander of these service academies. <laughs> You need to grab you a case of beer and drink the whole case throughout the Army Navy this year. Watch that game drunk as shit. It is the best football you'll ever see. Make football great again. Bring back the beer offense and the fullback. God damn it. Oh, man. Just bring back the power. Three yards. Three yards of the cloud of baby. There's some tough bitches out there. I'll tell you what. You know, it, oh, man. Don't, make, don't make me do the Shane Gillis joke here. Of, That's what I was hitting towards. <laughs> uh, yeah, don't don't go there. Uh, but, yeah, yeah that, that game's going to be fun to watch, especially if you're like me in Dakota and like the old school stuff. Uh, Air Force can throw the ball, though, a little bit. N- uh, Navy can cannot. If you're a service academy and can figure out the forward pass, you're going to win you some games. But, anyways, uh, that's our show for the week. Uh, I promise we'll try better next time. Hopefully, no, our, uh, our fo- hopefully our football teams will you know try a little better next time. No, they won't. Uh, <laughs> Jack Plummer and Devin Larry, you're going to be flipping burgers before the season's over with the way it's looking. But I want to be like if y'all are at home, but y'all lost at home. So you know, I try every time. It's fun. I just at want least to at home, you telling you me together. You tell me neither Kentucky or Louisville got somebody on their bench better than who we have under center right now. Like not a soul. I don't know if you watched Kentucky football the past few years, but our next best option's probably a wide receiver. Mm. Bro, I'll take Puma pass back at this fucking point. I mean, if at least he had a cool name. Has Randall Cobb got any eligibility left? Fuck. Where's Reggie at? Bring back Reggie Bonifin, bro. God damn. I, well, I mean, Will Levis's girlfriend left him, so like, can we get him back, please? <laughs> him couch even... walking through that door anytime soon? Yes. Andre Wilson? Man, that dude was amazing. I miss, I miss that dude. Give me... Yeah, Ouija board and Johnny Unitas. Fuck it. 
Uh, yeah, same, but with uh, the hefty lefty. The spirit of Johnny U versus the spirit of Jared Lorenzo. That's that's the bluegrass bowl this year. It's going to be fucking great. <laughs> hefty lefty. No, that's who I used to play in the court or in the backyard as. I used to, that's that I used man to gave be. all gave all the linemen growing up just hope. <laughs> Then we get out the trenches. <laughs> we never did, but <laughs> oh goodness! But that's our show. I promise we're going to try better next time. But all that being said, uh, go cats, go dirty birds. Uh, Desmond Ritter, bum. This is looks out and out. One pride, Jared Goff for MVP, baby. Dakota, you didn't talk about Rutgers today? The Rutgers, baby. You need to bet the Rutgers spread this week, all right? <laughs> the Scarlet Knights. I can't do a Jersey accent. I'm sorry. <laughs> I work on it. Uh, I'm not saying shit right. about my teams. Uh, they're fucking bums. Thank you. Thank you. Fuck you. Good night. 